0: Seven films, two men, one Zilla, and a bloody Spartaboo. It's the Millennium Era Mix-Up. You really went with mix-up. Should have been well, Moe Down. Was, was, <laughs> I know. We had the Showa Era showdown, the Heisei Era hoedown. I really was thinking about Moe Down, Alex. But then I was like, are we going to have to do a down for every single recap episode yes. for the rest of our time podcasting? Yes. <laughs> so it's going to be like, <laughs> what is it, the Rewa era row down?
1: Yeah.
0: It doesn't even make any sense anymore.
1: <laughs> <You're> just like <laughs> all of your I, I still use
0: alliteration. I still use alliteration. But look, man, uh, also... I know I'm gonna mow down Final Wars in this episode. Mm. And I didn't want to be that on the nose with what I'm doing. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, but Whatever. Look, 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 fine, <laughs> fine. We'll scrap it. We'll scrap it. Let's start again. <laughs> Seven films, <laughs> two men, one Zilla, and a bloody spar to boot. It's the Millennium Era. Mow down. Make sure you put the music back in there, Alex. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I will. You get to do it twice. Let's reintroduce ourselves quick. Sure. And then we can talk about uh, this, this era. I'm Eric. I'm, I'm the uh, cinephile of the two of us, Alex. Uh, I, I like my movies. I like uh, all sorts of movies. But I am new to the franchise. So I'm running through this the first time ever. And I'm enjoying it. Alex?
1: Yeah, and I'm the uh, I'm not the, I'm not necessarily an expert. Twitter's taught me I'm not an expert on this, but I am the <laughs> I am the big Godzilla fan at, uh, of the two of us. Of course, now things have changed, and Eric is probably not quite as big of a fan as me, probably, but still a fan.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. But I tell you though, we have uh, had a lot happen since the hey say Alex. We had our wives on for Godzilla 98, mm-hmm. which was a lot of fun. We had Michael, the Kaiju groupie on for Godzilla 2000. Jack, the G-Man on for Tokyo SOS. We helped host the Kaiju quarantine, which was a blast. Oh, yeah. And we're surviving a global pandemic. I'm not so sure which of those is the most important, but they all have happened. <laughs> they sure <laughs> have.
1: <haven't> they? <laughs> <laughs> I know which one's most important, but I'll leave it for the uh, listeners to guess. Yeah,
0: I really, I really liked Godzilla '98 too. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one other thing, like before we get started, just a quick reminder: um, the GoFundMe for uh, the Kaiju Apostle, David himself, uh, his daughter Harlow, is still going on, and it's still linked at bitly forward slash roar for Harlow. Um, If you want to contribute, like that's how you can kind of support us and our podcast. We we don't have a Patreon or anything at this point in time. Just go support that GoFundMe for David. Um, We would love it if you did.
1: Yeah, please do. Please do. Or share it at the very least.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Even sharing it, you know, goes a long way. Alex, I know you shared it. And then I saw like some of your family members (laughs) that don't know David were contributing.
1: Yeah. I knew they would that my there, I will say my family's pretty giving.
0: So I was glad to see that's that. awesome. Yeah. That was so cool. I was, I was happy to see that as well, but let's get into the millennium era.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, you had to over accentuate it because you know, it's going to lessen it when you do it later.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's strategic, Alex. Don't make fun of me. So here we go. Uh, I have a question to start us off. Um, What do you think makes the Millennium Era stand out among fans? What are its defining characteristics, do you think, Alex? Uh,
1: I think at a glance, it seems obvious, right? I think it's the overhauled Godzilla design from Godzilla 2000. I mean, he's a striking Hmm. way to start off the series, right? This is a bigger, badder, more over-the-top Godzilla. And then the more I think about it as we've watched through it, it's... Becomes GMK. That's a big hallmark of the series for a lot of people. And honestly, it's the movies that kind of step outside the box. Like GMK and Godzilla Mm. Final Wars. They're they're things you probably wouldn't have expected from the Godzilla franchise at this point. And honestly, I think that are also some of the most divisive films. Uh, GMK seems to be liked, but there are a lot of detractors for GMK. And a lot of people love Godzilla Final Wars. Put it at mm-hmm. the top of their Godzilla films. And then some people think it's the biggest abomination they've ever seen in their life. And honestly, neither group is wrong. <laughs> you know? <And laughs> but I, I just think it's interesting that so many of these movies really are favorites or least favorites. Hey, uh, say I feel like mm. most of the films are kind of like, kind of either like at a top 10 or bottom 10, but they're not really anything that a lot of people are putting at the very top of their list. I know Destoroyah mm-hmm. is a big one for a lot of people, but you and me kind of came down it. But really the most interesting thing to me of the millennium era era is that you and me really seem to like Megagarius <laughs> compared to the fans.
0: We do. We do. I think that's a, that's an interesting one, but um, you know, for me, I think the millennium era each film it offers something a little bit different we haven't seen before. Um, and it, I think that's somewhat appealing after the Heisei era. Oh, yeah. The Heisei era, we had this series of films that were all loosely connected, and they all followed this formula, kind of, yeah. right? No, well, they did. Um, but here, you know, we get Okawara's change of pace from the Heisei era in Godzilla 2000. You get Kaneko's mystical approach in GMK, and you also see Tezuka's directorial evolution in his three films of this era. And in all those, Godzilla is treated with respect. Yeah. And no, <laughs> I didn't mention Final Wars there, Alex. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, me, you and me talked about this briefly today before we got recorded. But I think you and me, the more we talk about Final Wars, the more we feel like we have to pull apart. And like <laughs> I mean, the more you want to hate it and the more I want to love it. Yeah. So now... Godzilla is like my, or Final Wars is now my Citizen Kane, and it's your, the room.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Uh Uh But I was going to ask you a question. So, in general, because you mentioned the the Heisei era, the Millennium era seems Mm -hmm. to receive more praise online than the Heisei. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's justified? Like, is the Millennium era better than the Heisei?
0: So I actually did a scientific study, Alex, <laughs> of my average ratings from each era. Oh boy, this <laughs> took a lot of scientific calculation. You know, you know, averaging it—it it was tough. Yeah, but. I
1: know. I know. You're not good with numbers. You're an English teacher, no, not tough. a mathematician.
0: It's tough. Exactly. the The Millennium era films averaged a three point two five the Heisei films average to three. There's not a drastic difference there. But I would say that the Millennium Era gets the praise it deserves, and I don't think it deserves any less or necessarily any more. I just think the Heisei era gets a little bit more hate than it actually deserves. Yeah. Um, I get it. That they can become kind of repetitive. I get there's not this standout film, right, in the Heisei era. But I also don't think there's a like absolute terrible worst of the series film in, in the Heisei era. Well, <laughs> Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla 2 is pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, in my I, forget, I forget you hate that <laughs> one
1: so much.
0: Yeah, I really don't. But in general, like the the fan opinion, I would say it's still somewhat in the middle, right? Yeah. Um, there's just not as many flavors in the Heisei era as there is in right. the Millennium era. Um, and I think I like the directors in this era more, as a whole. So I wouldn't call the Millennium Era drastically better. It's just a bit more nuanced and varied. Do you agree with that? Yeah,
1: I do. But it kind of goes back to what you were saying, kind of what I said during our Heisei hoedown, is that in the Heisei, I feel like the quality is consistent throughout, right? But when you go mm-hmm. back to the Showa or even this era, there's peaks and valleys in this one. Mm-hmm. And that really makes the Peaks really stand out a lot more than the mm-hmm. Heisei I really think possibly could with its kind of almost formulaic approach, especially by the end mm-hmm. of, the, of the era. I just, I do think that the Millennium Era deserves the more praise than the Heisei, in my opinion, but because I feel like it takes more risks and also it's got some yeah. more interesting stories. And while I mm-hmm. love continuity, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a big Marvel fan. Uh, but I think the Heisei era doesn't quite lean heavy, yep. heavily enough into the continuity. If it's going to stick to it, it needs to really have it more than just right. Miki being this, I would say, I almost want to say thin <laughs> through line because she doesn't appear in all the movies. Mm. Not really. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if you can call her a through line if she doesn't appear in the entire series. But mm-hmm. I do think that there's qualities that make it interesting. You know, the whole thing is pretty much about Godzilla being the cause of all these other monsters and humanity pretty much causing most of it too. But and while the Heisei is enjoyable, it, feeling samey by the end, it kind of hurts the overall era for me. And with Millennium's mm-hmm. willingness to take just, risks like gmk and final wars i, yeah. I got a I, I have to say i personally like it more
0: yeah i know it's been a while since you've revisited this era what what surprises did you find this time rewatching?
1: watching uh first off how great the opening for 2000 for godzilla 2000 was like mm. that opening was pretty incredible i, I really it was. gotta say it was, <laughs> it was really good and also The madness that I remember from Final Wars was probably even more (laughs) madness. There's even more (laughs) madness than I had remembered. But the biggest Mm -hmm. surprise for me is that after being online for the, well, I guess the half a year now or a little, I guess over half a year now and seeing how much people really don't like Mechagarius to see how much I liked it compared to them. That was a big surprise. Yeah. And I really didn't care for Mechagodzilla. Like like I did last time. So those were those biggest mm-hmm. surprises for me. What I'm, I'm sure you had plenty.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but I think for me, honestly, I was surprised most at how much I enjoyed GMK. Now, going into it, I was I was guessing this is just hyping it up. People are over hyping it, right? Right. But to be honest, and, and to be honest, like the first fifteen minutes of the movie, I was thinking maybe I am in for a disappointment here. Once I got on Kaneko's wavelength for the film and started to see what he was trying to do, I was able to settle in and I really enjoyed myself. It makes me excited to watch his Gamera trilogy for sure. But um, on Twitter, TJ Runyon uh, at TRunny24, he pointed out a really good point. We didn't talk about this in our episode, but it's it's Godzilla's entrance in 54 are in GMK is a tribute back to fifty four Godzilla when he peeks his head oh, above man. like the the the, uh, the mountain hill yeah. side the mountainside. <laughs> it is such a great throwback. It we is. didn't talk about that then, but I love that moment. Um, it was just a great little surprise. Uh, he did have that that stomp where we saw him once before, but this is the first <laughs> time we see his face in GMK. So. All right. I, I, I love that moment. And that whole film was just a big surprise for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I was hoping you would like it and not come down the side of disappointment because everyone I'm not everyone, but a lot of people are hype hype that movie up a lot. And mm-hmm. while I yeah. really do like that movie a lot, I thought I think maybe it is overhyped a little bit but i don't know if you would agree with me so i guess would you agree with me i want to know the answer to that
0: i don't i don't think i just I, I i don't think i agree no I, I don't think it's overhyped okay i think i don't know overhyping is a weird thing in general y-
1: you know you're right, <laughs> right? because like, it's it's all about expectations right and so each person has their own expectations so it is. what is overhyping what at what point are you overhyped
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i don't think you exactly i don't think you can sell this film I don't think you can undersell it on its creativity. Oh yeah. So like, for sure. It's, it's creative in just about every aspect. It's not what you expect, but it still has the same spirit as Godzilla, you know, um, but everything from the design of Godzilla to the story, to the characters, to the role reversals, everything about GMK is just so unique. Um, yeah, I can see how some people could overhype that. Um, But I I don't see as much overhype as I think it's justified personally. Fair enough.
1: Well, I was going to ask you another question. So, in the Millennium Era, who do you think is Godzilla's Mm -hmm. biggest foe?
0: Um, This may may surprise you, actually. Um, You know, it's probably the New York City underground system in Godzilla 98.
1: (laughs) 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 I would argue that that might be his biggest friend.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. It really is his friend in that movie. But – it's the Madison Square Garden, Alex. That's his biggest <laughs> no, foe.
1: No, <laughs> his biggest foe is the bridge that traps him. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> well, if we're talking about real Godzilla, sorry, Godzilla 98 lovers, <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to go with Orga, actually, which is actually another surprise looking back on it. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I didn't appreciate Orga at the time, but looking back, I think Orga was a little bit underrated as a monster. I like the way it tried to mimic godzilla's dna mm-hmm. you know so it could regenerate itself i didn't quite appreciate like kind of the whole orga and that monster storyline uh as much as i do now some of the other films didn't quite have that same motivation for its monster that we saw in godzilla 2000 and looking back on it like that was a real threat for godzilla and and seriously the coolest finishing move oh, that godzilla yeah. has against a monster in any of these films we've seen. So I thought it was Godzilla's biggest foe. What about you?
1: Uh, I was going to say continuity. <laughs> I'm kidding, <laughs> kidding, <laughs> kidding. I I think one of the biggest foes of the Millennium Era is probably the inability to, to set any sort of expectations in between movies. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like, yeah. that, that actually has a good or bad thing, not having any expectations, but... I uh I think the coolest villain that he went up against was Douglas Gordon when he buried him in the ice. <laughs> but, but then he, you know, goes ahead and resurrects him. But if you had to pick a monster, uh-huh. I would have said either Orga or Monster X, because I still think Monster X is pretty fun and and cool before he turns into Ghidorah.
0: Yeah. I mean the absolute zero cannon is also a real threat. <laughs> Not necessarily <laughs> Mechagodzilla, but the absolute zero canon within <laughs> Mechagodzilla is.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, you're, you're not wrong. You should have just taped it to a pole. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so we've asked this before on our recaps, but I want your reaction here for the Millennium Era. Which film has the potential to change you and in what ways? In other words, did you learn anything from any of these films personally?
1: Uh, maybe something kind of in particular about the Godzilla franchise. I mean okay. GMK is a is really kind of the standout in showing me that we can really take where we can take a franchise, I guess in general, thematically and just in genre, even in like just even more bizarre ways you may not have guessed. Like it showed me that this franchise and maybe some others could really maybe take a hardcore horror route. Like I know that the original Gojira is a horror movie. But Mm -hmm. horror-wise, it doesn't really stand up today. Yeah. Not in a, like, I'm really tense horror way. Even Godzilla 1984 had, like, this horror element at the very beginning, but Mm -hmm. it's pretty quickly dropped. But it also showed me that a franchise can divert to a comedy route if it really wants to. Which we see a in G- GM and K, but b final wars. Like you and me were, I both enjoyed Manila a little too much, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially after our kaiju quarantine uh, last weekend, definitely we definitely enjoyed Manila way more than anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, so, it's true. And, I mean, I know we've seen Godzilla in space before, but now I want a really hard sci-fi Godzilla movie in space and i've mm. and now after seeing these movies i'm like it could totally work like <laughs> without mm-hmm. a doubt we could have a hard sci-fi movie like that so uh, i think it really showed me that depending on who's working on it and with what care you can really take a franchise in a new route if you're given the room to mm. do what you want
0: yeah yeah what about you so for me i'm going to go this is probably kind of obvious after our prior conversation but i want to go with GMK again GMK it made me actually a little less cynical as a human being, and for that I'm appreciative. What? So there's that moment <laughs> at the end of the film. No, uh, yeah, a little bit less cynical, right? At the at the end of the film, where the the father, you know, he's approached by his daughter. He, she's running towards uh. him. Yuri's running towards him, and he keeps his social distance, Alex, <laughs> <laughs> due to potential radiation. Right? It could feel very, very, very cheesy. But Kineco doesn't quite cross that line for me. And, you know, then they turn and they salute basically Godzilla, right? Uh, yeah. and, and the people that have, they have lost before. And it was just a testament to humanity. And it just, it just it made me feel like there was a chance for humanity. If one, we're willing to keep our social distancing, Alex, and two, <laughs> we're <laughs> able to come together for this greater cause, yeah,
1: right? no, I do think they salute the guardian monsters, not necessarily. Godzilla. That's right. Of course, yeah, not you Godzilla. know, he, you know, he does honor God, what Godzilla means and the history that exactly. he so exactly. He, he's he probably the
0: one is. that doesn't forget. Yeah, he's the one that doesn't forget. Right, right. so he's the one that is honoring those lives that have passed. So, yeah, I think that's that's a great moment at the end. Um, it's something I won't forget. Wow, especially during these times. Yeah. <laughs> of
1: the social distancing, <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, that's
0: wonderful. I'm just messing. <laughs> all right, Alex, let's get into awards. Ooh. All right, so our our rules here: you can only use a film once, um, and it can be a moment that we've mentioned before or not. Right? Um, so, would you? Let's start with you, and we we haven't seen each other's awards. Uh, So I don't know what you're going to pick But who'd you choose for your coolest character award
1: Alright well I went ahead and took the liberty of not picking Don Fry as Captain Douglas Gordon (laughs) Because it's just so obvious And it it feels like I could just put that for all of my awards I know we can't use the same film Twice And that's really kind of what held me back
0: I was wondering if you just copy and pasted your awards from the Final Wars episode last week to this one, Alex.
1: I would have if the rules had allowed it, but... (laughs) i think the best character is actually io shinoda uh the memorable daughter character in godzilla 2000 and her interplay with her dad and her odd relationship just really made that character for me like i just i just love like she's charming and then she's also like (laughs) their relationship works so well for me that i believe that she is his boss
0: (laughs) well i love i love that choice i love that choice because i went with Yuji Shinoda, her father. <laughs> and I, you might remember me talking about his parenting style, but I really liked his parenting style and how he felt like he was in this you know, partner relationship with his daughter. Yes. Uh, he treats his daughter as a human being, uh, and I respect that point of view. Now, I did have a runner-up, Alex, and I wonder if I say this name if you'll even know who I'm talking about. You may not. June Hayasaka.
1: Hmm... I don't know what movie that's
0: from. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the boy in Mega Girus. Mega who witnesses everything. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you
0: poor know child. the you know the boy who faces yes. the traumatic events in Mega <laughs> Who is the cause <laughs> of like just everything keeps on happening to him over and over and over again? Yeah, yeah that poor kid. <laughs> he is <was> my runner-up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's pretty good. What about your
1: uh, most memorable line award?
0: So mine comes from Yuri from GMK, um, who I think is probably the best reporter character, which is like a recurring type of character we get in these films. She's my favorite reporting character um, that we've had in the series. But she says uh, to her boss at BS Digital Q, if we're going to survive, we're going to have to change to focus on quality. Right, mm-hmm. um, And it's applicable, not just to the context of the film and her TV station, it's applicable to the film, GMK, it's applicable to the franchise, to life, and it's also the antithesis to Godzilla Final Wars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's not so much focus on quality there, Alex.
1: <laughs> uh you know, that's debatable, Eric. That's debatable. I'm also disappointed you didn't use the bargain.
0: You what? No, no, I, no. I almost thought of, I thought about bargain basement. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but my runner up was Katsunori Kazuma uh from Final Wars when he uh <laughs> destroys Ebra and says, "Sorry, I'm a vegetarian." <laughs> <laughs> That Everest scene is my favorite scene of that movie, so I had to choose a line from it. What about you, Alex? What was your most memorable line? Uh,
1: if I didn't use Douglas Gordon for 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 character, you knew I was going to use him for a line, right? I mean... <laughs> I did, yeah. And I got to pick my line from last week. Listen, kid, there are two things <laughs> you didn't know about Earth. One, is me, and the other is Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now <laughs> Alex, did you choose Don Fry for your Can't Believe the Acting Award as well?
1: You know that I'm not allowed to. I would have. So I don't I, know if I, you're breaking
0: the rules for your favorite movie of all time. Yeah,
1: I think the best soul role aside from Douglas Gordon and Io who I or uh Shinoda, I actually think that the best acted role was Matthew Broderick from night from Godzilla ninety eight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It was actually uh, Maria Patello as Audrey Timmons. <laughs> she she really sells the role of the most evil, abusive, and vile human being in all of the Godzilla franchise. Very well acted.
0: <laughs> I do want to say, Alex, we do know we don't really count Godzilla 98 in our Millennium Era. Like, we get that it's not a part of it. It's not right. Toho. But it was in our watching of those, these films. So that's why we included it here. <laughs> hey, yeah, uh,
1: um, I'm thrilled to present that with, with Eric, to everybody. Eric, what about you?
0: <laughs> Mine was... Katagiri <laughs> <laughs> uh, Is Such a great that? moment. <laughs> And my runner up, Alex. I, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. My runner up was Victor Animal. You know, remember Animal yeah. from Godzilla '98? Oh, the there's step. that moment where he's almost stomped on, you know? Uh, which is actually probably my favorite moment of the movie. He's almost stomped on, and then he's just at, the way he responds and reacts in the moment. He's just so giddy about being alive. I, I love how he reacts. Yeah,
1: it's really good. It is good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. What about your standout effect award?
0: So this is the first moment we actually see Godzilla or a piece of Godzilla in GMK. And it's the sequence when we get that guy and he's going pee right Mm -hmm. and the camera is close up in him on him and he is storming outside he opens the window the camera zooms out and then we just see that foot come crushing down yeah it's just a great moment and it shows you this movie's going to be a little bit different um my runner-up alex was when mecha godzilla walks straight through the skyscraper in godzilla against mecha godzilla
1: yeah no that was a cool effect. Mine actually, my award actually comes from uh, the follow-up to that Godzilla Tokyo SOS. And it's that scene mm-hmm. where Mothra is flying in the clouds and the mm-hmm. jets are in pursuit. That effect looks so good. Like, we, we've seen some really shoddy CG from this series. And that was like, it's pretty much perfect. Like, it doesn't look bad at yeah. all. And so I got, but, I had and- to give that one a shout-out because I just love that effect. It's, it's like, it's yeah. eerie. I mean, you know, it's Mothra, but it's still eerie that there's like something lurking in the clouds like that.
0: Well, I won't pile on too much, but my, Oh, that's a good shot award was that exact shot in that exact sequence as well. Um, In addition to the great effects there, the camera work and the camera angles help create those effects. Um, I believed it. And it was through that great camera work. So I guess we're just piling on for Mothra and to- Tokyo SOS, but my runner-up, legitimately, I know I can't believe there's two of these, but it's another one from Godzilla '98, <laughs> <laughs> and it's um, when Emmerich, it's 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 his most impressive uh, directorial moment in the film, and it's that shot when they arrive at Panama, and it's a tracking shot following. Uh, Matthew Broderick Titipolis. Tatopolis.
1: It's (laughs) (laughs) Tatopolis.
0: Following him and the general's character as they're walking down to the Godzilla footprint. There's just a ton of extras and a ton of of background information during that entire one shot, tracking shot, leading down to that footprint. So that was my runner-up. What about you, though? What was your, oh, that's a good shot award?
1: Yeah, so (laughs) I don't know if this is, you know what, it is a good shot and I, I had to pick something from either megagiris or uh against Godzilla, and so i went with megagiris and it has to be okay. the moment where megagiris does that final attack on godzilla and godzilla catches mm-hmm. the needle in his mouth and that camera is like right behind him and he, freezes and you get that you get that wet sound and you're like oh yeah oh he's dead <laughs> And you're like, oh, and then,
0: that hurt. Yeah. and then the camera just like freezes for three seconds. Yes. No, no, nothing moves. <laughs> yep, it does. And you're like, oh crap! And then that
1: beautiful reveal that he caught it in his mouth.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's um, it's pretty cool.
1: It's it, it like because like, you and me both mentioned in that episode, we were both like, oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> and it's really it's contributed to the camera work not that it's a great shot but it's pretty great
0: (laughs) (laughs) well that concludes our awards alex and so you know what time it is it is no holds bar in (laughs) moscow the rankings battle
1: (laughs) oh man this is going to (laughs) be if you die (laughs) you die alex (laughs) (laughs) all right eric give me your worst movie
0: oh i well I just realized I completely left Godzilla 98 off my list, so (laughs) that was my last one. Okay. That was my last one. I was going to say, if
1: if you put Final (laughs) Wars behind 98, you deserve to be slapped,
0: sir. (laughs) No, to be fair, I didn't even remember to put Godzilla 98 on my list, (laughs) so... (laughs) <laughs> did you did you have Godzilla 98 on your list Alex yes I did at the very last spot are, all right are you keeping track of of my ratings also to make it our official ratings? yes
1: I average ours out okay or something good like that I mean we we, we kind of negotiate glad. ratings but yes yeah.
0: well I think they're gonna be mine this time but yeah Eric, we'll see how it goes
1: <laughs> you'll probably you'll probably win out some of them but I'm gonna fight you on a couple <laughs>
0: Well, you probably will want to fight me on my number six. All right. If number seven is Godzilla 98. Yeah, we're going to fight. Six yeah,
1: we're going to fight over the next two spots, I'm sure.
0: Is Final Wars. Nope. <laughs> Final, Final Wars, look, I'm glad it exists as it exists. You could have a lot of fun with Final Wars, especially when you're watching it with a group of people like we did during the Kaiju quarantine. No. It's a standout film, you might even say. It's not safe. It takes risks. But... It's not stand out in such a great way. <laughs> yeah, you've debatable. got a, one memorable character, right? Douglas Gordon. But he's one dimensional, despite being really cool. Mm. But honestly, for he's me, my issues... clearly in three dimensions. <laughs> my issues really focus more on that human action and how it's really, it really seems like the monster action is just... It's, it's in the background to me. Uh, it reminds me... Honestly, of a Transformers movie, um, at least most of the ones that I've seen, where I'm bored for like the last 30 minutes Mm -hmm. because I just don't feel anything in the action. It's it's a real drag. And to think that I watched this film, including the Kaiju quarantine three times in one week, (laughs) one week is ridiculous, Alex. Yes. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You watched it five. (laughs) (laughs) I watched it twice. I only watched it once in preparation for the episode. And then I watched it for quarantine. But, well, we're going to have to move on because I'm not really ready to show you my... You know what? I guess I'll go ahead and spoil it for you. My number one. (laughs) My number one is Final Wars. So, what's your number number five, (laughs) Eric?
0: Well, I'll give you a little bit of ammunition here. All right, um, the Monster Island Film Vault podcast, uh, who joined us for Kaiju Quarantine, says for sheer fun factor, he chooses Godzilla: Final Wars. I love how over the top and nerd it is. I don't think it's completely without substance. Look at the satire in the middle when the aliens make contact, and I think it's more quotable and has m- more memorable characters. He he goes on, yeah, but
1: I yeah. I agree with some of it. Uh, I don't know about characters. I mean, obviously Gordon is super memorable. Yeah. Uh, But, and I'm bad with names anyway. So if I can remember someone's name, that's a good thing. Right. (laughs) But uh, also the general that was in charge of the, uh, the mutants, he was pretty memorable. And then I really liked the, not the head Zillion, but the reporter in the film. I actually really liked her as well. But, other than that, I'm not sure if the real. I mean,
0: Controller X is pretty memorable. Yeah, I mean,
1: he is memorable.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's. A, he's a- In his over the top nature. <laughs> he for is. sure.
1: He is. And I do think this film has a little more su- substance than you think it does. But on this uh, clearly, since I've put Final War so high and relative to you, I don't have to have substance for something to be high for me if I'm just having fun. Now, I do agree. I'm making a case for my number one right now. Oh, that's fine. Uh, It's fine. (laughs) But, no, I do agree, especially after that last viewing and it being so late at night, too. I was kind of tired. That the final battle between the zillions and the humans takes a little too long when you're in the middle of a Godzilla Mm -hmm. battle. I do agree that it takes a little too long. But there are several moments that really make me laugh during that. That... I, th- I find it okay like the head zillions yeah. just <laughs> his hair just starts standing up for no reason uh, that three or four of the guy uh, of the captured zillions that were being impersonated or the captured humans that were being impersonated break out and their excuses mm-hmm. that they got out somehow and then everything yeah. with Gordon like I am rolling Eric like that, that that's kind of what that movie is for me it's like I'm, I'm laughing now whether it, some of it was intentional or not I don't know I think a lot of it was, mm-hmm. but that stuff for me was hilarious. And so that's where a lot of my joy from final Wars actually comes from. So that's why it's so high for me.
0: <laughs> I, I, I can get it. I, I get it. Well, let's, I'll go to my number. What was your number six then?
1: Uh, oh, Godzilla like. against Mechagodzilla, which might be a surprise given the rankings that we did during the, uh, during this series.
0: Well, my number five is Godzilla against Mechagodzilla. So we're close to being on the same page here. What, what, why was it lowest or almost lowest on your rankings?
1: Well, it really became came down to between that and Megagarius, which is my number five. And the reason I put it lower than that, even though I ra- rated Megagarius lower than Godzilla, is the more I think about Megagarius, the more I, or Megagarius, or, oh my gosh, I'm starting to have a problem. Megagarius, the more I think about <laughs> it. I wasn't going to let you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was Megagearus. just going to let you drown.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I know that feeling. I try to do that to you all the time. Um, but yeah, the more I think about Godzilla versus Megaguirus, um, Meg- <laughs> <laughs> whatever, I'll give it up, Megaguirus, the more I think about it, the more I like that movie. It's kind of grown on me over time. And the oh, more yeah. I think about against Godzilla, the more it's dropped down on my list. So that's kind of what it comes down yeah. to.
0: My next film after that is Godzilla versus Mega Alex. And so for me, Godzilla against Mega Godzilla, that's where this era, that's like the, the downslope for me. I, I don't think the characters are as great as some others do, nor do I think that the monster action is anything spectacular. It's just kind of blah. I thought right? you liked Mega um,
1: Or are you talking about Mega Godzilla?
0: No, no, no. Mega Godzilla, Mega Godzilla. To me, it's kind of the op Mechagodzilla is kind of the opposite of final wars. It's, you know, it's safe. It's yeah. a safe film, but it's not a standout film in any sort of way. I agree. Right. But I agree with you that mega gear is better. We are definitely in the minority though. As <laughs> I was like seeing some threads online, but uh, I think it's underrated. I really. Do. I think it has a ton going <laughs> for it. If you can deal with the crazy plot, which, if you can't deal with the crazy plot in a Godzilla film, why are you watching a Godzilla film? Exactly. Right? <laughs> uh, but, I think the kaiju action might be the best, and here's my hot take, it might be the best of any of the Millennium Era films. Hmm. Which one Which one has better monster action, Alex?
1: I mean, you could argue, you might be able to argue GMK, and you might be able to argue Tokyo SOS, I think. Like, I would argue final wars a little bit, but it, it's a lost cause cause that's just, it's just camp and there's no real tension except for maybe the final battle. So I would say Tokyo <laughs> SOS or the American edit of Godzilla 2000 actually too. But
0: that, I mean that final, the final blast in Godzilla 2000 is awesome.
1: Yeah. And, and G, the GMK <laughs> uh, battle between him and Ghidorah is pretty good, but it gets dragged out a little too long once they go underwater. And mm-hmm. I mean you you might have a case Eric. I don't know if I'm sold I mean, but it's, you it's, might you have not- it in court you stand a chance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we already talked about how shocked we were by that moment where he catches Mega in his mouth, right? Right. Uh but <laughs> but beyond that there were just several other surprises in that battle. Uh you know, you got the body slam, you got them like learning each other's moves and then countering. Yeah. It it was, it was a fun, really fun battle for me that maybe it's because I love some of the battles of the Showa era. Right. (laughs) Like it, it kind of harkens all the way back to King Kong versus Godzilla. Right. Right. (laughs) And this kind of just wrestling over the top sort of battling that I kind of appreciate in some (laughs) of these films. But my next one up above that sounds like we're on the same page here. Yeah. My next one, was Tokyo SOS. it comes in number three for me.
1: Okay. That's actually had that as my number four. So I guess now is when we need to determine where to place final wars, because obviously it's not going to be in a top three because you dropped it down so low. So
0: do you, (laughs) Hmm. I hate you. Obviously it's not gonna be in our bottom three because you propped it up so high. So it <laughs> so probably I needs guess, to sit right there at the middle.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I hate you so much.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I hate compromise so much.
1: <laughs> I know. That's why our politicians don't do it. <laughs> it's
0: true. Um, um, so man, if if only politicians would listen to our podcast, Alex. <laughs> we could change the world. We could change. That's what we're trying to do with this podcast, really.
1: Change the world through Godzilla.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, we're trying to stay alive. But number three <laughs> is Tokyo <laughs> SOS. Uh,
1: yeah, I got it at number
0: four. Okay, yeah. So why did you appreciate Tokyo SOS? Uh,
1: you know, I, I really appreciate the callbacks to the original Mothra. And I know, again, we as a podcast haven't watched Mothra. And I I took it upon myself mm. to do that. I kind of wish I'd held off. But I really like the tie-ins with Mothra. I like that 45 minutes into this movie, you get to the final battle. But Mm -hmm. it still somehow makes the battle interesting. And it makes Mega Godzilla more interesting than he was in the previous movie. Which me and Eric have kind of said that we really don't care for that movie. Not that much, really. Mm -hmm. And they make everything work. I mean, it's got three Mothras. And it's got a human plot that develops alongside a... 45 minute long final battle And it's just a lot of fun And it's got Godzilla texting I mean, what else, again, what else do you need? <laughs> I, I,
0: I am a fan of Tokyo SOS This is Matthew Ferrara's favorite from Twitter And I think it's the pinnacle of Tezuka's filmmaking uh, It's not perfect, no. you know um, But I think Tezuka learns from his mistakes um, And he learns and he kind of blends the best parts of Godzilla against Mechagodzilla and Godzilla versus Megaguirus into Tokyo SOS. Yeah, It's a better overall film than Megaguirus, uh, definitely. And I think most people agree with that. That's not a hot take. But Tokyo SOS, if you're just looking for a, a solid film to show anybody, I think Tokyo SOS is not a bad choice even though it is a sequel to Godzilla against Mechagodzilla.
1: Yeah, but for the most part, despite maybe a scene or two, it's not really a – like, there's hardly any ties for the most part. Right. Um, Yeah. Would you have for your – wait, that was number three on our list. What would you have for number Mm -hmm. two?
0: So my number two was Godzilla 2000. Okay. Which was um, Michael, the kaiju groupie's favorite, and I completely get it, right? Right. It's got a fresh Godzilla design. My favorite, my I'm going to say it's my favorite Godzilla design of this era. Oh. Um, it's got absolutely fun characters. Our, fa- our coolest characters both came from this film, Alex. Uh, <laughs> and it was that fun family tie-in, you know, the Godzilla network. Yes. That was just a cool idea. I loved it. The opening 15 minutes is fantastic. I, As I said, I think Orga is a little underrated, actually. Yeah, there's there are a couple parts in it that, I'm not as big a fan of, you know, like escape uh, from New York or escape from the the skyscraper sort of action sequence didn't quite make sense. Right. The plot yeah. there was a little well, funky, but it's OK. right? Overall, like I can take those parts of the film uh, because of everything else we get with it.
1: Yeah, I, I had Godzilla 2000 at my number three and I, I had in parentheses the American version. Because Mm -hmm. I I 100% believe that that version of the movie is better. I I think that the final battle is a lot more interesting. You don't get the escape from the tower. Like, a a solid 10 minutes is cut out of that whole lengthy thing. It's just completely unnecessary. Mm -hmm. And the dialogue, frankly, it's better and Godzilla in, in, hmm. in the American version, I think it's funnier. Like, I, I, I'm legitimately laughing way too much <laughs> during, yeah. during Godzilla 2000.
0: Well, it's got the it just has a more lighthearted balance to it, it does. Um, and that's what I think I like about the American version as well. Well, and so it also has I would agree with most fans there.
1: The, the most important thing is it keeps the most important of the part of the movie in it, which is Godzilla. <laughs>
0: got <to get> <laughs> <laughs> uh, which
1: brings us to my number two, GMK. <laughs> where, where did you put it my on number one Yeah, oh,
0: it is my number one. This is this is up at the top. And you know, when I asked Twitter, which I did at the last moment this time because I, this snuck up on me that we were recording tonight, Alex. I know, but right? Corey, James Davies, TJ Runyon, Giant Monster BS—they all agree with me on this one, and. I really think Corey says it well when he says Godzilla can remain fresh and not retell the same stories and plot beats with a new coat of paint. That's essentially what GMK is, right? Yeah. Uh, It's a fresh new take on the monster, uh, on the story that we, we don't get in any of these other films. It really, it was a reinvigoration for me. And I remember I, I teetered between four and four and a half stars, even just because I enjoyed this film so much. I settled with four stars when we did our rating, but this one ranked all the way up to number two on my overall Godzilla rankings list. So I was super impressed by this film boo. overall. Boo.
1: boo! No, GMK is great. Like it's really a solid movie. I, I, Whenever I think about that movie, I think of that awesome scene when, you see Godzilla and you see that he's charging up his atomic breath for the first time and it cuts away. And then you see from, the school, from a school teacher and student's point of view, just just atomic uh, or this uh, mushroom cloud in the distance. And it's a really, like, that, that was giving me original Gojira vibes, that particular moment. Now, it doesn't lean into it, obviously, throughout the rest of the movie, but it easily could have. And the way that they decided to take it is probably more interesting because it's different. It keeps it unique. It's so different. I mean, the only bad part of the movie really is a well. There's two parts: a that the <laughs> the whole thing is solved by someone dropping a stone into the water by accident, and and b. Gador's design. I don't like that Ghidorah's design at all. It's ugly. But other than that, I think the movie is. Genuinely solid.
0: I, I I understand. I understand the complaint about Ghidorah's design, and I also understand. Yeah, that's a very convenient plot hole. You know, well, especially like, when the rest uh, of the movie
1: is, for the most part, except for that it turns out that one guy was a goat. The the creepy pervert was actually a ghost the whole time. Uh, <clears throat> other than that, the movie is so well stitched together that a moment like that really sticks out. Whereas something like Final Wars that would just be in our drop in the bucket.
0: <laughs> so. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree. I agree. I just overall, like I can forgive it for yeah. a, oh, yeah. you know, plot convenience oh, like that. So, um, and we already talked about your number one final wars, my number six. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, so we, this is a little weird for us and how we kind of had this overall rankings. we, Virtually had the same rankings. Except for that movie. With the exception of Final Wars. Yeah. So that hasn't happened before. (laughs) We've never disagreed about a film so strongly. No. Nor have we ever had our rankings be quite the same.
1: Yes. We're usually debating about two movies to put at the top. Yeah. And, (laughs) you know, we'll have to talk about Heisei later. Because I I do want to touch on our Heisei hoedown. Because something's changed since we've done that. But yeah, I, I do yeah. Wanna...
0: We'll, we'll we'll come back to our overall ranking. We'll do a final like after we finish the Godzilla series. We'll come back and we'll do a final like Godzilla recap. Okay, maybe we'll do like that tiered list thing I've been seeing online, oh Alex. That'll be fun.
1: Those look daunting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but really, I think the difference between you and me on Final Wars really it comes it just comes down to. Obviously, just our personal taste. I mean, I I love really bizarre, wacky movies like that. Like that, just are almost like Final Wars isn't no incoherent mess, but it is a mess. <laughs> like, it's just not completely incoherent, and that I think that's what really makes it fun for me is that if if I hadn't already seen it before, <laughs> I would never in a million years mm-hmm. have guessed that this is what I was going to get. And the fact, like, the New York scene is hysterical to me. I think it's clearly on purpose. There is no way they could have done that by accident, (laughs) making an 80s New York. (laughs) Just, like, straight out of Ghostbusters, pretty much. Yeah. Then flip it the way they did. That kind of stuff is really funny to me. But I also get that people see that and they're rolling their eyes because the dialogue is so hammed and just, like, (laughs) it's so poor. I I get it. But for me, all that goofy nonsense is like totally working for me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I Yeah. No, and I can see, I can see the enjoyment of it and I can see like the kind of like goofy escapist enjoyment that lots of people get out of it. It's just when I prefer, like what I prefer out of a Godzilla film is something that gives me, gives me maybe more nuanced characters or even just a little bit of meaning in my film, I I, I'll take that and I can run with that for a long time. Right. Those are the films that stick with me actually. Whereas, you know, the, the action, um, that to me feels superfluous. That's the stuff that ultimately I, I I forget, but I I can understand why some people really love it for sure.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I mean, again, you and me keep forgetting about that motorcycle scene completely. (laughs) <laughs> I've seen the movie twice. And I keep I forgetting about it.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Well, what about next week, Alex? What are we What are we going to be watching? I think that unless you want to do a, do a recap of our our of our rankings oh, together, yes. putting Final Wars in the middle, starting with the bottom and moving up. To <laughs> I hate the top. you so
1: much, Eric. <laughs> you just have to rub that in a little more. Um, yeah. So we got GMK at number one. At number mm-hmm. two, Godzilla two thousand. Number three, Tokyo SOS. Number four, Final Wars. Number five, Godzilla versus Megagerrus. Number six, Godzilla against Megagodzilla. And number seven, Godzilla 98. Where it
0: belongs. I think you even said Megagarrus correctly. I know I did.
1: I I, I thought when I said it, I was like, why did I just say it right? (laughs) Yeah, you did pause. (laughs) I was as surprised as you. But that brings us to what it's we're right. watching next week. And for the first time, we're not going to watch everything in sequential order from, uh, from date of release. So in order to watch MonsterVerse all together, since they are directly related, unlike these other films or the next film, we're going to go ahead and jump to Shin Godzilla, which is 2016. Uh, mm-hmm. And we just decided to do that so we could do Shin Godzilla, do the anime trilogy. And then we'll watch the, cause originally all of this was going to wrap up right before Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so we're still going <laughs> to stick to our plan. <laughs> that mm-hmm. way we can just have a continued story arc that isn't separated too that's not separating two movies by over a month. And so yeah. we thought it'd be best to do it this way. And plus
0: this way we're get to get Shin Godzilla earlier. <laughs> Indeed. I'm looking forward to it oh, for sure. Me too. This is one that I'm hoping hasn't been overhyped for me, so we'll see.
1: Yeah, it's a the best movie about red tape that you'll see, Eric. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, did you have a ride for Shin Godzilla? Alex? I did.
1: Yeah, S- suddenly worried about Godzilla's shin. If you hate this movie, it's a sin. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Mine is kind of similar because you can't you can't have a word like shin in the title and not try to rhyme with shin, right? Right. <laughs> when we encounter Godzilla's shin, will it take us for a spin, or will we throw it in the bin?
1: That was good.
0: <laughs> I thought about trying to do something with shin splints, but that was a little over the top. <laughs> yeah
1: you don't want to go down an Alex Road
0: exactly exactly, uh, man. we wonder why our podcast gets a bad rap Alex uh well uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: gosh. all
0: right That's- as always, as always, you can follow <laughs> us on social media. <laughs> Alex just got it
1: <laughs> no, I got it, but the more I think about it, the better it is
0: <laughs> on Twitter. On Twitter, you can follow us at MVM underscore pod. On Letterboxd, we're Alex Cornette and Eric Neely. And you, you can email us feedback, tell us how wrong we were about our rankings. MVMpod at gmail.com. Until next week, Alex. Try, try to, to stay alive. alive.
1: Mega Gerus, Mega Gerus, Mega Gerus, Mega Gerus, Mega Gerus, Mega Gerus Mega Gerius, Mega Gerius, Mega Gerius, Mega Gerius, Mega Gerus, Meg- <laughs> <laughs> Starting to have a problem